For this series of podcasts, we created a bank of 250 flying-related questions, some serious, some not so much. We then put them into a random question generator and asked pilots to give us their answers. The results are often thought-provoking, hilarious or even reassuring. This week's guest is... I'm Viv Foraker. I'm a paraglider pilot, previously an event rider, and uh, enjoy outdoor pursuits, cycling, just taking up bell ringing, and uh, aiming to keep active as I get older and enjoy life, really. Hopefully not too much work, but uh, we have to finance retirement somehow. So we give you 10 random questions. And your first one is, what are the top three weather forecast resources that you use? I use the Met Office uh, for day-to-day weather, whether it's going to be sunny, dry, whatever. Then I would go to RASP. And for the wind, which really is quite important in the UK, I would go to a site that somebody showed me last year, which is called Windy TY, which I find quite accurate on the actual wind. How far was your first ever cross-country? My first ever cross-country was during a round of the BCC in Wales. We hiked to the top of Tallybont, which seemed to take forever. My kit was incredibly heavy. I was, I think, the last person off the hill, three of us in a thermal, and I circled back very excitedly following the briefing, you know, go when you can, turned to face forward again to find the other two pilots that I thought I was with and I could follow heading back to the front. So I thought, oh, well, in for a penny, in for a pound. And off I went over the back to have a sled ride straight over the back and straight to the ground. But I did land with somebody else who'd already done the same thing and managed to get a lift back. So it was very exciting. I think it was all of about 5K. But I was (laughs) well pleased because I'd got... Well, nearly to cloud base, and then I was terribly overcome with the whole thing. So there you go. Have you ever flown at night? Not really. I've flown late into the evening on the coast when the sun is going down, but I haven't flown at night. But it was pretty dark when we landed, and we were landing by the lights of the town. I was flying at Woolacombe in North Devon, and that was very, very different. But you don't realise when you're flying how dark it's going to be on the ground when you're trying to land. So that was a bit of an eye-opener for me, really. But it was nice and different. What is the least used item on your flight deck? I've only got two items on my flight deck. I have an UDI and I have a Flymaster. Possibly the little pen that I use for hopefully pushing buttons on the UDI, which seems to sit in its little holder and only comes out at the start of the day. I don't, I'm not very good at pushing buttons in the air. Um, I tend to get very confused, so I like to leave things set up and just leave them alone. Have you ever had a cravat? No, I haven't. I've had some big asymmetrics, but I haven't had a cravat. I tend to not fly fairly conservatively, and I like my glider in its proper shape above my head. And I've never been brave enough to do an SIV course either. So it's something I think about, but uh, I've never got that far. So I wouldn't necessarily 
be able to deal with a cravat? I don't know. I ought to be able to. It would probably be just, you know, keep your control, keep flying sensibly and conservatively and deal with what you find. But no, I've never had one. Have you ever attended the Cuppy Car? No, I haven't. I heard a lot about it and we've got some friends that go regularly and I've watched it on video, but I've never managed to get there. Have you ever exaggerated your flying exploits to non-pilots? Probably yes, but only to put some humour into the situation, uh, maybe exaggerate the silly things that I've done to try and show people that flying can be fun and it's not as dangerous as non-flyers perceive. There is humour in it and things happen, but you just have to laugh at them really and learn from, from them, but from a humorous point of view, probably. How low was your lowest ever save? My lowest ever save was off a little hill in Dorset, one of our regular cross-country hills. And I was on the takeoff with Guy Anderson and he was explaining to me about how you must watch rooks because when they flap their wings in an excited manner, they're telling one another that there's a thermal there. And we were standing on this little hill looking out and he said, just like those there, look, there's a thermal there. And we've been waiting on a very light wind day. And I said, no, no, it won't work. Go for it. Go for it. He said. So off I went and I flew into the middle of these birds. And he was absolutely right. I was down to probably, I don't know, under 100 feet. And I actually climbed up, and as I climbed up above takeoff, so he joined me. So, and we climbed back together. We didn't go anywhere because it wasn't a good enough day. But I've always remembered what he said, and I thought it was hilarious that he explained it, and then it happened. What's the worst flying time to sitting in a retrieve car ratio you've ever had to endure? Oh, last year's BP Cup in the Peak District we had a task the final day we had a task from Eam to I think it was a 40k to goal I only made 25 of those 40ks I sat in the pub with three other guys for I think it was three and a half hours the minibus came and fetched us and then drove us to the goal field 15k further on to pick up the rest of the pilots who'd landed there and then drove us all the way back to uh, base which was at the gliding club we were a very long time being retrieved for the amount of time we spent in the air what's the best advice you've ever given someone about flying the best advice i've ever given oh goodness me I think I was passing on some advice that I found very, very useful that was given to me by Dirk Bormans from Hotel California. And I usually, if I'm briefing low airtime people, I give it to them because I've found it so helpful. And that is when you're coming into land, fly your glider all the way to the ground. Don't start flapping and faffing about with the brakes at height, trying to flap off your height, just assess carefully, 
stay straight, stay level and fly all the way to the ground. Just in case you meet thermals or anything unexpected, if you're flying and you're in control, then you should be able to just step down, step forward and then put your glider down. That's the best advice that I think I could give anybody. Thank you very much, Viv. For more paragliding and hang gliding related podcasts, please visit the podcast page of www.theparaglider.com. And if you enjoyed this podcast or any of our many previous podcasts, webcasts or articles, please consider making a donation to The Paraglider. You can find the donate button on any of the podcast pages of the site or on the homepage at www.theparaglider.com. Many thanks.